0: You're about to listen to a message from the Life Point Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. The aim today is to start a discussion called Q&A with God. Um, the person, if you have not been here for a while, and never been here before, the person next to you can tell you that, P.I., I can preach. I've got heat sermons, all right? All uh, right. I did, I preached one in February. I can't remember the title, but people really liked it. All right. Um, the title of this message today is, um, Where Are You? <laughs> I'd like us to read, but, but before I go there, my aim today is that you, that God speaks to your heart. That's the whole aim, that you and God have a conversation. So it's not just that you were able to mark off your list, I went to church on Sunday. No. But that God speaks to your heart. To that end, the last that as I speak, that you, if you, you, that you pay attention. Leave your phone. If your Bible is on your phone, but your phone is going to disturb you, then put it on airplane board or something. Okay? That's my prayer today. That God speaks to your heart. Help me ask the person next to you. Ask them, where are you? Where, where are you? Okay? Yeah, where are you? <laughs> I know somebody's still hungover. Like, I'm not really sure. <laughs> my friends brought me here. But if you join me at 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 3 to 9. Josh, I might be singing inside this message today. Like all those, you know how those like how they do that stuff. So I hope you're really keyed in. You're with me. Okay, God bless you. This is Josh, fantastic, fantastic keyboardist, band leader, single brother. <sighs> how you think God will make a way <laughs> how appropriate All right, First Kings chapter 17 Holy Spirit thank you verses 3 to 9 God says get away from here and turn eastward and hide by the brook chariot which flows into the Jordan and it will be that you shall drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there so he went and did according to the word of the Lord For he went and stayed by the brook chariot, which flows into the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening. And he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise. Go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. There is a time to be by chariot. There's a time to be in Zarephath. Because location does matter. Here God is saying to the prophet, look, this is where I want you to go. This is where I want you to go. If you read Genesis chapter 3 and verse 9, one of God's earliest conversations with man, right after, you know, Adam and Eve have eaten of the fruit that God says do not eat, they go into hiding. Verse 9, the Bible says, Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? help me ask the person next to you, ask them, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Okay. Because God knew where Adam and Eve were. He knew that they were hiding. And So when God asks us questions, and we're going to consider a number of those questions in the coming weeks, it's not because he does not know the answer. But sometimes he wants to draw our attention to certain important facts or details that we are overlooking the lawyers will say so pertinent facts okay he wanted Adam and Eve to be aware of where they were you know it's like one of those things when um, your fathers or mothers uh, you know is uh, calling you talk uh, talk how many times did I call you and you then think maybe you're, they don't just know how to count anymore <laughs> and it's silly you now answer three times mom <laughs> Well, if you are very close to them, they by then, you know, it degenerates. But the point of them asking you that question, Femi, how many times have I called you? It's not because they can't count. They want your brain to come back somewhere. You know, in real estate, they say location, location, location. So as in life, same thing with real estate. But as in real estate, the same thing with life. Because we can build two houses, same specs, same construction company has built them. Same dimension, we brought the workers from wherever, attention to detail. But I built one house on the high streets of Bodija in Ibadan. And I built the other house, very same house, on the streets of Banana Island in Ikoyi, Lagos. And I say, Femi choose I know Femi is a Yoruba man. But Femi, which one would you prefer? You don't know what God is saying. (laughs) And even if Femi started to say, Iba, I'm sure his wife will jump and say, God forbid. Not because Iba is not nice, but it's a lovely place I was there last weekend. Lots of roundabouts and all that. Very nice place. Very nice place. (laughs) No, because Google Markets had the roundabout the first. It just kept on going. We just kept on going. But he would pick the house in Banana Island first. Because location affects value. So Adam and Eve were still in the same place, the same garden where God had left them. But they had shifted and something had shifted in their lives. I mean, you know, sometimes you're in the office, but really your spirit is at home. Some of you are in church, here now. But your soul is still at Quilox where you were last night. <laughs> it's still coming. Your body came. Your wig came. Your car came. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 and 23, and what had happened to Adam and Eve, it says, for all have sinned and come short of God's glory. And so what sin does is that it separates us from God, from God's, and that's the thing because the Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yet scripture says in Jude chapter 21, it says, keep yourself in God's love. So God's love is ever constant. His glory is ever constant. His affection towards us is ever constant. But there's a, <laughs> there is sin that comes into mankind, into life, but essentially takes us away from that position that God had ordained from the beginning. Location does matter. In fact, I, I'm going to teach a message, I think, the third, so the third Sunday, talking about the flesh and the spirit. And, and that, that, that is such a powerful and important meeting, you know, teaching for me because I don't think we have really ever talked about it. What is the flesh? When the Bible talks about the flesh, what is the flesh? And on the 16th, I think that is. So Paul, when he's talking about location, when you read Philippians chapter 2, he would talk about Jesus and say, Jesus was found in appearance as a man. In one other place, he's talking about himself. He says that I may be found in him, not having a righteousness as of my own. So I wondered this morning, you know, where, where we are, where you are, you know, as a person. And I think that's a question, that question we want to use to build some thought this morning. Where are you, Falabi? Where are you, Jane? Where are you? Where are you? As God's children, what does Scripture say about our location? Four things. Number one, it says that we are in Christ Jesus. If you read Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 to 4, it says, If then you are raised with Christ Seek those things which are above where Christ is. Sitting at the right hand of God. Verse 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Verse 3 says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. It says, when Christ who is our life appears, then you shall also appear with him in glory. We are in Christ Jesus. No wonder Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, um, chapter 5, I think. Am I right? Yeah, chapter 5. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, all things are passed away, and all things are become. new." Help me ask the person next to you, are you in Christ are you in Christ? Are you in Christ? They, they, look for the person. This person on your left. So it's not. Uh, look for the other person on the other side. Ask them, are you in Christ? Are you, are you in Christ? Are you, are you in Christ? <laughs> hmm. When you read through Scripture, you'll find, you know, the writers of the New Testament, for, they would use that phrase, in Him. Some others will use the phrase, in Christ. And there's quite a number of them. So, you should ideally find and study all the in him verses in scripture. I was looking at a bunch of them uh, yesterday and this morning. There's a bunch of in him scripture because it's essentially telling you your location, it's telling you where you are. (laughs) Because the word of God gives us precise coordinates. About our location in God. You know, when you want to describe somewhere to someone, they say, You're coming to Life Point Church. This one says, Yes, my friend is on the phone. Please, can you describe Life Point Church to him? One of the first things you would ask the guy is, So, Chief, where are you? And the guy said, I don't know. So said, There are cars just passing. He said, ah, okay. He said, Yes, I know there are cars passing, but you could be in first stack. You could be in Antony, you could be in Lekki. you could be in Ekbe. Do you know where, you, okay, can you ask somebody where you are? When you want to use a map, even one of those ones on an app. One of the first things you, t- you, know, you tell is your location. Have you found yourself in Jesus Christ? Have we found ourselves there? Have we even started that journey? Because sometimes we are just burdened by sin. The same question God is asking Adam and Eve, where are you? These guys are in hiding. Ravaged by fear. They're like, God is going to finish us today. Afraid of condemnation. The Bible says fear has torment. Is there still torment in your heart? You are afraid to sleep at night. You are afraid of the future that is coming. It's almost like you are awaiting punishment. You are unable to do anything. You are unable to plan. Because you are like, oh my goodness, I remember what I did five years ago. Surely there is punishment coming. I remember what happened. When I went to that party. I remember what happened when I got into university. But have you found yourself in Jesus? Because the blood of Jesus was the price that was paid to change your location on earth in the spirit. To change that location from one who is separated from God. Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians, he says one time you were not a member of the Commonwealth. I think it's Ephesians chapter 2. Or Ephesians chapter 3. What are the early verses? It says, You were far away, enemies of God. It says, But He has brought you near who were once far away. Have you come to Jesus? There used to be a hymn. It says, Have you been to Jesus? You know that one. O'Shea, O'Shea. <laughs> it's just played. Because have you had an experience with the blood of Jesus? Have you let the blood of Jesus wash away your sin? Help me ask the person next to you. Say, my brother, this is serious business. This is serious business. Tell him, are you in Christ Jesus? There's that other one that says, Oh, the blood of Jesus. I told you I was going to sing like T.D. Jakes today, right? Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus, it world. She's well as snow. You know, my daughter is in church, She's like, what happened to daddy today? <laughs> because this is the location to start from. The Bible speaks about a gentleman called Enoch in Genesis chapter 5 and 21. It says Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. And it says, so so every time I read that scripture, I tell myself, so when people came to look for Enoch where they used to know him, they couldn't find him there because he had had an experience with God. So he was no longer where people used to know him. Are you in Christ Jesus? I come back to this. It says we are seated in high places with Christ Jesus. Number two. We are seated in high places with Christ Jesus. Uh, Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 1. If you read verse 21, he says he exists. So he's talking about this is that prayer. uh, This is that prayer he's praying and everyone should know that prayer. You should memorize it. They they didn't make us memorize it. They, They inspired us to memorize it in the university. So he starts from when he says, I pray that, uh, how does it go? I, I pray that God, it uh, says, for this reason I bow my knees, that the God, He says he will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know the hope to which you are called, the riches, and the power that is at work in us, what who believe. And so we join Paul there in verse 21, right? And he says, he exerted, that power he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead, And seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Verse 21 says, Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion and every name that is invoked not only in the present age but in the one that is to come. If you are thinking that Paul was just speaking about Jesus, when you go down to chapter 2 and verse 6, he says, And raised us up together. Multimedia helped me with scripture today. okay? And raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Hmm. I mean, Lagos people know very well the concept. And when you go to a party sometimes, not all tables are served the same. You, you know what I mean. If you were growing up in Lagos or in fact in Nigeria, there's used to be a concept of something called the high table. <coughs> and, <coughs> and you know there are parties you go to and you just look and see some tables have magnets. I don't know if, you, okay, maybe it's not happened to these people but so here you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> And you're like I'm acting all cool and Christian here. I didn't come here because they forced me. Is this man that I invited? But man, the way they are serving that other table—cause that's our brother's table. But when you are in Christ Jesus, Paul says that there is somewhere in the heavenly realms that Jesus is now seated. He gives me this whole idea of almost like a high table at a party. And so someone needs to stop eyeing the, the trays that are going to the regular site because the plans, the, the allotment, the preparation that you have is very different. It's like someone who, um, who enters a plane, you know, uh, from the back. He's got a first class ticket, but he enters the plane from the back for whatever reason. One time in Morocco, we had to enter from the back, or came there from the back. I can't remember. And then he sees the economy seats. Now, what happens to me, or used to happen to me, God is helping me, is sometimes when they want to board us, you'll get into a plane, and then for some reason, they don't make us pass the first class seats. And you're like, why? why? What's this? What kind of weekend? You You see this big seat, some of the people in first class are already drinking wine. They don't have wine at home, you know, they have these hot towels. You know, and then if you're going with the kids and they're much younger, they'll say, Dad, are these our seats? You're like, no, these are not our seats. <laughs> Look, come on, come, on, let's go forward. You know, and then you pass the smaller ones in, in premium. "Daddy, are these our seats? No, you know. And then you see the really humble, tiny seats. These are our seats, all right? <laughs> but it's like someone who is has a first-class ticket. He enters the economy and he's dragging for the souvenirs they're sharing and they, they're telling him no, no, God this is not your location you are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus you, are, you have a first class ticket he says these things you are fighting for in economy he says they don't ah, no, 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 no you know oh, okay, let me if you okay, you know this you know in economy they give you this blanket that's really not a blanket it's a mockery because when the cold comes it touches your soul <laughs> oh, no, no, no but when you get into a business class they give you jumper Oh, you don't know this. Oh, you will know it soon by God's grace. Oh, yeah, yeah. They even give you, you can and change into. until they give you the thing you would wear. Oh, yes. And then when you see the blanket, oh, my God. But would you tell somebody, tell them you are seated with Christ Jesus. Oh, oh, yeah. Tell the other person, tell them you are seated with Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. When you go to really posh weddings in Lagos, you don't just go and sit anywhere. No. I went for one the other day. You first do exams. You go to the board, it's my name here. (laughs) But someone needs to understand where God has seated them. Because the way we are behaving is as if we are on the regular side. I was saying to someone yesterday on the phone that there's so much of a sense of disadvantage when I talk to Christians. Because we talk as if God has just spoiled our life. He has spoiled our life. Go on and look at everything that is, people are enjoying in life. He said, we cannot enjoy it. You can't take weed, David. can be high. You say you can't sleep around. What's left? Can't do, if you do gambling now, church will say you're doing gambling. If you go out and you're dancing, you can't post it on Instagram. For church will say, see Josh at 1 a.m. turning up at Quillock. So God has sparked my life. What's left? I can't even bribe people, so I can't go fast. Help me, help me ask the person next to you. Ask them, where are you? Where, where are you? Where, where are you? I get the sense that it's almost like there's a roll call in heaven every morning. You, I don't know what they're doing. This posh schools Yipo used to go But in all the days, they, they do roll call. Caleb! What's the response? Present. Those are my people are here. <laughs> the posh people are like, what's that? What do they do? Why are they doing that? We logged in when we're coming in. No, we don't log in. As they, if they've never seen you before. Every morning. I Present, sir. Pamela. Your, it's a very long name, Victor Halliday present when God is calling your name in the places that he has put you do you answer every day so we are positioned way above the rich, the influence the operations the domains of any sort of spiritual wickedness and may I add even your village people seriously you know because, <laughs> so you know that, uh, and my pastor once taught us this. I, I'll, parap- I'll say, the map, the software your village people use, it does not have coordinates for the streets of heaven where you are located and seated. You know there's some maps that don't cover some places. When I went to it, but I was impressed. Google Maps covers it ac- accurately, but there's some places. You get to and there's no Google Maps. Caleb, what's your hometown? Sorry? Uyo? Uyo should have Google Maps in in some places. (laughs) Okay. But because we we have been conditioned by Africa magic, superstitious stories that village people are wicked though. It doesn't matter. And look at I mean I grew up in Benin, so I should know a little about village people. Yeah, I, I've I've seen I've I've seen things. Like my my grandfather used to have a shrine that was bigger than this stage. Now this stage is even small, real big. It even has a small gallery at the side. I'm telling you, if you ever go to Benin with me, I can show you the house. You enter. <laughs> okay. But where God has seated us in Christ where he's positioned us, he says is far above. It means that when you consider what influences the outcomes of your life, it should not be spiritual wickedness. Ideally, demons should be afraid at the mention of your name. P. I don't. I, this is why I don't like. I, what is all this talk about demons and all? Let's talk about, you know, positive stuff. But this, look, eh, if you do not understand where you are located, you will be taken advantage of. So, firstly, we are seated. We're located in Christ Jesus. Secondly, we are seated in high places with Christ Jesus. When you have a VIP pass to an event, I mean, doesn't it make you feel good sometimes when you're showing up there? Because you see the long queue, long queue. People are like, let me in, let me in. Then you just in your nicest accent, I, I have a pass. You say, oh, that's that small queue there, two or three of you. Then you go there, you pretend you can't see your church members on the queue. But you should be Christian. Nothing should not excite you. That's canal behavior. It's canal behavior. But it's really sweet. Fala you like went with me to one place that time. <laughs> Number three, we are now resident citizens of the kingdom of God. In this season, I'm going to charge someone to go and read Paul's letters all over again. In fact, a number of these in him scriptures are found in First John. When, when you read through First John, I used to say years ago that I found that in First John, First uh, so John, that there's so many definitions. So he would say, "This is how we know this," and then he would define it. This is how we know we've moved from light to to, to uh, from darkness to light. This is how we know that he loves us. This is how we know the love of God. All right. So I, I used to say, "Look, if you wanted definition, mean, maybe Lade, could you just..." We want you to prepare a Bible study for us. We'll book you in January. Just look at First John, all the definitions. They come and teach us. All right, Demilade is a pastor. All right, uh, okay. Let's encourage Demilade. He's going to do it first. Okay, yeah. but, but go go read through for yourself. The Bible, He says, it says the Berean Christians were more noble in character because they went back to see if the things that Paul said were 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 so. In Colossians chapter one. Paul says in verse 13 and all the way to 14, it says he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. A man who does not recognize where he is currently located will behave inappropriately. Okay? It says you are now located in the kingdom of God. You are now located in the kingdom of God. I mean, sometimes you go to like a top security facility. You can't do things anyhow. In fact, some facilities you go to, the first thing they do is they take your phone from you. I, why am I even going for When you go and apply for visas, everyone is just calm and well behaved. Even when person says, I'm sanguine, I'm sanguine. You go there, you act very gentle. Yeah. You tell them everything about your life. You know. No, sir. I'm coming back to my country, sir. I'm a good citizen, sir. Yeah. You know, I, even with your friends, you don't greet them too much in case they have a problem with the embassy. You don't want to be associated. you are just quiet, you focus. Yeah. When you're praying, they'll be greeting everybody. But when you're in the embassy, I'll talk to you later. I can't talk now. But that environment, when they say switch off, you switch off your phone. Because you understand that you are in a different location. <clears throat> I mean, uh, sometimes when, so we're used to getting into the cab. Uh, I'm used to getting into cars if I'm driving on the left, if I'm being driven on the right. I know the number of times I'm out of the country but I'm trying to enter, and they, they drive separately from us, I'm trying to enter the car from where I'm used to. So it's when I'm trying to open the driver, so the guy says, no, you go around. then I now remember, okay, this is not Nigeria. Then I humbly go around. Imagine a guy who goes to, I think it's London, London drive different from us, and decides that, no, the way I want to drive is the way I see them driving in Lagos. So a car his car, puts it on face one way, James talks about people who have forgotten the manner of man that they have become. What kingdom? What kingdom? Because there's something called kingdom awareness. There's something called king. are you kingdom aware? So God says to Adam and Eve where are you? Are you kingdom aware? Because if the kingdom of God has not settled in your hearts It has not registered in your mind. It won't register in your words. It won't register in your thoughts. It won't register in your actions and it definitely won't register in your experience. (laughs) So which king rules in your heart? Which laws are you obeying? Because sometimes we think, oh my goodness, God has delivered us from the law. And so... uh, we're we're not subject to any law. That is not correct because uh, Scripture does say you know, fulfill the obligations of the law. That's true. But in the kingdom of God, the Bible begins to explain laws. So for example, you read Romans chapter 8. He says, The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. If you are in God's kingdom, you should know the laws that operate in the kingdom. Galatians chapter 6 says, God is not mocked whatsoever a man sows he will reap. Do you know the laws of the kingdom that you are now located in? It's like a man who is struggling with the chaps, tra- the traffic officers in la- in London. He says, no! Where I come from, this is how we drive. If you are going like this, you you stay on this side of the road. They tell you, sorry sir, you can't do that. In fact, show us your license. The law of love, for example. <sighs> now, now this, this discussion for me today is, 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 is critical to our walk as Christians. If the fact that you are in Christ Jesus doesn't change any way you think, then there's a problem. If it doesn't change anything in your planning, then there's a problem. If it doesn't change anything. So, for example, where you are located in God now is a guilt-free zone. So, if you are still carrying a burden of guilt, then it means that you have not, either you are still in the old location or you have not recognized the new location that God has brought you to. Sometimes the size of the dreams that you have is reflective of where you think you are located. Sometimes the rules with which you are living your life is reflective of where you think that you are located. Sometimes the way you treat people is reflective of where you think you are located. There are certain things that we do not do in the kingdom of God. The Bible says, for example, that where there is envy and there is strife, every other kind of evil dwells there. So I keep, I'm fascinated by Christians who are professional malice carriers, I like how no, 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 no. You are driving one way. I tell the person next, you are driving one way, my brother. You're driving. Tell them reverse, 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 reverse. That you have somebody in church who you, you say I don't, I can I don't talk to him. I hate him. No, no, because the Bible says, in the read First John. It says that you cannot say you love God and hate your brother. He says, no, that is, you're driving one way. Some of us, the people we have blocked on social media are more than the ones we have accepted. The world is not fighting against you. I mean, there are people you should block. Help me ask the person next to you. Ask them, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Which king rules in your heart? Holy Spirit, let me try and put this together. So, I mean, I think God's heart, God's thoughts are constantly, the Father's heart is constantly about, look, where is Idris? Where is Gideon? Where, where is Ajoke? Where is Femi? Remember the story of the prodigal son. I can imagine the father's heart. Every single day, he's wondering, where is my son? Where is my daughter? And sometimes the servants will say, but didn't you hear we hear he's in a far country? He said, but he's still my son. He said, ah, the pigs were tweeting about him the other day. They say he's trying to borrow some of their food. He said, but he's still my son. She's still my daughter. They would say, ah, he smells like sheep. He says, that is the king. That is David. That's the one that I'm sending Samuel to anoint. He says, where are your sons? Because sometimes the kings are born in the manger. So sometimes God is, He, you know, in the morning, he... he you know, there's no money in heaven. But the Bible says and that the slips But he essentially pulls, he stands and pulls the curtains back, and he's saying, Look, where is my son? He's saying, Did back come to the high table today? He said, No, we didn't see her. He said, Did Joel come home? You know, servants are, the angels are like, But uh, who would tell him that this guy is he's in town? doesn't he hear that this boy has wasted all the money and all the possessions? Say, so maybe, maybe this Baba is really mad. The truth is that he's really madly in love with you. Are you in God's love? Ephesians chapter 3, Paul will say that you may be rooted and established in love. son shows up because God is, for some people God is, he's been he's like, I can't he's he's training to hear our footsteps he's longing to hear our voice in prayer, in worship he's excited at every move you make towards him he's excited at every move you make towards taking your seat with Jesus He's excited every time when you think, that you think out of the fact that you are in him. Like, at last. At last. When the son comes home in Luke chapter 15, he says, go and bring out the special rope. He says, go and bring out the signet ring. Get the calf. He says, give him a shower. Isaiah says it will grant beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garments of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. So are you in church today, but you're hiding from our Father in your heart? Are you online? You're on Instagram, but you're offline with Jesus. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you in your heart? Because where you are in your heart becomes the place you are in your words, in your actions, and then in your experience. Where are you? God says, I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. Would you, would you let us move on? The prodigal son can't get past that story now. son is sat in with the pigs. The Bible says he then wants to have the food that the pigs are having. The father says, Look, and he says he wanted, he says, I it's okay. I would take what you will have taken. But the Bible says that they would not even give him that. There's someone who's You've come to the end of yourself and you've gathered leaves like Adam and Eve and you've gone hiding. God says, Where are you? (laughs) God will speak in Lagos language. So we're going to go, eh? Are we going to continue? Are you going to wake up every morning, drive in traffic, worry about who liked you on Instagram? You know, worry if you're going to get the next promotion, worry about who likes you or not. Try to keep up? Is that all we're going to do? Or would you let us walk together on this path that I have appointed for you? Tell the person next to you, tell them you're going to be great. You're going to be great. You're going to be great. Tell them you should give me your number after service. I know I'm helping somebody, but you should give me your number after service because I I, I sense that you're going to be great. Songwriter says, there is a Redeemer, Jesus Christ, God's Son. This precious Lamb of God, Messiah. Because, you see, it makes the, if Jesus doesn't make a difference in your life, then you've read him wrong. You've had him wrong. That simple, that simple in him makes all the difference. All the difference makes All the difference. Do you know the song? You don't know the other one. I thought I know it. I might mix it into songs up. Follow me. Do you know it? She knows it. Come, tell me. There is a Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Go, song. Something like that. Precious Lamb.
1: Thank you, giving
0: And so for someone, your address changed in God a long time ago. A long time ago. This new address brings hope. It brings full assurance of fulfillment. It brings a confirmation that it is well with you. It brings divine assurance with it. Could we just worship God this morning? I don't know who God God is knocking on the hearts this morning. He says, Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Family, where are you? Where So eyes closed in prayer, hearts bowed in contemplation. Is there anyone this morning who says, I am far away from God? Is there anyone this morning who says, I have not accepted Jesus as my Lord and my Savior?
1: Is there anyone who says
0: I'm carrying a heavy burden? He's inviting
1: me. Is there anyone
0: who says sin has separated from God? worship all over this place on this Sunday morning. Is there anyone who would want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives? Eyes are closed. We're giving you the privacy of the moment. And you know how God brought you to church this morning. I'd like you to just raise one hand. We're not going to ask you to come out, but while you are seated there, we're going to lead you in prayer. Jesus says, the Father says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, he says salvation happens. The price was paid on the cross. Is there anyone this morning? Would you just release those hands to God? One hand. One hand and I'll, and I'll pray with you. Father, we thank you. Our Father, we thank you. Our Father, we thank you. Our Father, we thank you. This prayer makes all the difference. This prayer makes all the difference. It says if anyone is in Christ, is a new creature, all things are passed away. All things are become new anyone, I give you a couple more minutes he says I stand at the door and I knock and I knock you know the heart the pain that you carry like Adam you are hiding like Eve you are hiding but God says where are you where are you he says can I love you again can I show you that I care can I rearrange your life the Bible says all things work together for good for them who are called for them who are called according to his purpose those who love God and are called according to his purpose do you want to be in That number, if you are raising your hands this morning, I'd like you to say this prayer with me: Say, Heavenly Father, I receive Jesus as the Lord of my life, I receive the forgiveness of my sin. I repent, I declare that I am now a child of God, I declare that I am now born again, I receive the love of God, I receive the power of God. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everyone who has said this prayer this morning. Our Lord, our hearts desire that they be rooted in you, they bring forth fruit to your glory. We declare that the devil no longer has hold over these lives. We declare their lives are, are new, we declare newness and everything that has to do with them in the name of our Lord Jesus. Lastly, before we go to the communion table this morning, would you please hold the hand of someone this morning if they are willing, and would you just say a prayer over them? Paul will say over and over again, he says that I may be found in him. I may be found in him, and I couldn't shake that off my heart this week, that I may be found in him. And I'd like you to first pray in the spirit over that life for a minute or two. If you if you pray in the spirit, if you don't pray in the spirit yet, yeah, just go ahead and thank God over that life. Magadash Keliba Rahazanda Magadosh Libra Yazara Bragadaba Yakasalaba We're praying the whole council of God over our brother, the whole council of God over our sister, that it will be found in God in their thoughts, that it will be found in Christ in their minds, that it will be found in God in their plans, that it will be found in God in their words, that it will be found in Jesus in the things that they say, they'll be found in Jesus, in the things that they plan, in the things that they dare. Why don't you pray over their life? Why don't you declare over their life that the newness of this location, the rules of this location, the blessings of of this location, that they will find manifestation in their lives. Why don't you declare an end to fruitless Christianity? The prodigal son came to himself. He said, even the servants in my father's house have more to eat and enough. He said, I will go back to my father. Why don't you declare that they are family planted and rooted and established in love? and magadash why don't you declare over that life that no weapon fashioned against them prospers why don't you declare that they are living a life of authority in the name of the lord jesus that they say to one go he goes they say to one come he comes why don't you declare over that life that they are bold that they are courageous they are bold they are courageous they are bold, they are courageous. Mamba Randa Karib Brigadesh Kale Maharabha. E Makalaba Sanda Magadash Jihavasong. song? Gadesh Sanda Makarebo Sanda Hikai. E Makalebragadash Bragadash Kelebos. E Mangalaba Ram Bragadash Keleba. E Makarabakash. Rabakash. E Bosh E Mandalaka Sata Re Brigadesh. E Karibosh. I'd like you to just begin to declare over your own life now You are the resident prophet over your life I'd like you to begin to declare things over your life I won't give you scripts But I'd like you to begin to speak in the presence of God over your life You are in Christ You are seated in high places with Christ Jesus You are seated far above principalities and powers You are a resident citizen of the kingdom of God E, i like you to open your mouth and begin to speak over your life. 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 Over your life. Ma ragadash. E, the Don't let the devil speak more over your life than you do. Don't let circumstances speak more over your life than you do. He says it's the same God The same spirit who raised up Jesus From the dead dwells within you There's a quickening that happens Let that quickening happen and let it cause All for us this morning Someone needs to say the end of small mindedness An end of small mindedness He'm backreboçando magalebo You are the
2: reason here. and you see the see the in pastures that You are the reason Lift your voices and say Hallelujah,
0: Hallelujah.
2: You have won it all. You have won.
0: So when we sing that song and say "Death could not hold you down, we're actually saying "Death could not hold me down. And everything Jesus participated in was on my behalf. Someone needs to declare over themselves, declare life, declare that the hold of debt is broken. Declare that I live and I will not die. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. Maybe you've been having suicidal thoughts. But it's time to stand in the presence of God. And declare that I will live and I will not die. I will live and I will not die. You will see the end of this year. You will see the end of next year. You will see the end of the life that God has ordained for you. You will not die. It doesn't matter who said what. It doesn't matter who did what. It doesn't matter who covenanted what. You will not die. You will live to testify of the goodness of God in the land of the living. That's to speak life. Church, just speak life, just speak life. Your body will not die. Your finances will not die. Your marriage will not die. Your relationships will not die. Your business will not die. Your children will not die. Manda Don't you know that where you are seated You can issue instructions Somebody needs to begin to issue instructions Somebody needs to begin to speak with authority Lift up your hands Lift up your hands Lift up your hands the Bible says on the night that he was killed, that Jesus would take up the bread, he would break it and tell his, 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 his disciples, he says, look, do this in remembrance of me as often as you do it. He says, this is my body that was broken for you. In 1 Peter says his body was broken that ours might not be broken. He says, but the chastisement of our peace was laid upon Jesus he took of the cup he says every time you drink this drink this in remembrance of me his blood was shed on my behalf, on your behalf sins were totally forgiven nothing missing nothing broken, the Bible says that on the day of Passover the Israelites they would take up the blood and put it on their lamp lamppost, on the doorpost and the Bible says when death came it could not enter into their doors children of God as we go to the table this morning I don't know who it is but maybe it says something about death a conversation but it is not your time it is not your time it is not uh, so someone is even a conversation that is beyond yourself it is you your brothers your sisters your mother your father it is not their time We declare that because Jesus died, we live. That woman will go to the prophet. He says, my son is dead. The prophet said, no. Our Father, we declare that these elements are blessed for communion and we declare life, fresh life. We declare the resurrection and the life as we partake of the table this Sunday morning. We give you all thanks. We give you all glory and all praise. We thank you. As we take the communion this morning, I'd like you to just pray in the spirit and I'd like you to worship. The band will lead us. But this morning, I just feel a strong impression for someone to stand and declare life over everything that belongs to them over, the, over this country, or over over their job, over their company. I don't know in what aspects. I don't know where God is leading you to, but there is a, a requirement to stand in the name of the Lord Jesus. I think for someone, I've been hearing all service. It's the word coward that you have been cowardly in this walk with God. You have been hiding. You you have been refusing to talk. But you are in the presence of your Father this morning. And as we take the communion, I'd like you all over this place. Just pray in the spirit. Just worship. And I'd like you to just begin to make utterance. Declare. 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 You are the
2: See living.
0: worshipping and taking the communion there's life in this place there's actual life in this place the life of God is in this place so as you pray in the spirit as you worship I don't know what it is I, for some reason it sounds a bit strange and but I don't know if there's someone here who is trusting God for the fruit of the womb you're a married woman it's a, it's a brilliant atmosphere for you to declare over your heart over your life but you are carrying your own child I don't know it sounds rather random but I don't know who is looking for a job, but it's the, the life of God is here. I don't know who is looking for a promotion. I don't know who is looking for a breakthrough. I don't know what, what has been heavy, but there's life in this place. <speaking> Ecomus Ekamarabashare Let's take one more
2: so call your name mountains when we call your name the monster people came by the blood of the Lamb. Come on, declare it. When we call your name, we call your name. We call Your name. Demons tremble when we call Your name. Mountains move, Jesus. Let we call Your name. When we call Your name. Come on, begin to declare
0: it. Come on, begin to declare I am Come on,
2: declare it, declare it, declare it, declare it. I am victorious in Jesus. I am victorious in Jesus. When we, call, when we call your name, mountains go. When we call your name, demons travel.
0: When we call your name, mountains go. So in John chapter 5, Jesus says "As the Father has life in himself, so he is ordained that the Son would have life. I don't know who it is, but you need to begin to declare that I am overflowing with life. And I don't know what that means to you. I don't know what where there is deadness. I don't know what needs to come alive. But you need to just begin to declare. So pray in the spirit. Declare, I am overflowing with life. Pray in the spirit, declare I am overflowing with life. I don't know who it is, but but you need to just say it, pray in the spirit until you get to a place where light, light just comes in your heart. Yeah, paranda, magadash, you, you light just comes in your heart, so just pray in the spirit. I am the clever. I am overflowing with life. Manda the karabarebo shaka yagadai. I am overflowing with life. I am overflowing with life. Man, the legade bo shamba makarabo. Come on, church. Mamba ragadaiye gada basanda makalebo. In the name of the Lord Jesus, marebo sh. Eka do bo shende karabakanda yagadai. Lord, we thank you. We declare uh, that we are in Christ Jesus. Every other name fades away. We declare that we are in Christ Jesus. We are seated high above all principalities and powers. We are seated above poverty. We are seated above oppression. We are seated high above sickness. We We are seated high above depression. We are seated high above failure. We are seated high above the devil and his cohorts. We are resident citizens of the kingdom of God. We don't need a visa to see God. We have access by the Spirit. When we pray, God answers. We are overflowing with life. We are not numbered among the dead. We are not numbered among the failures. We are overflowing with life. We are
2: overflowing with life.
0: To a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward/lifepointng